While we were marching through Georgia, everybody swing your honey, swing your high and low. The Alaman left for the old left hand, around the ring you go. A grand old right to left walk on your heel and toe. Promenade that pretty gal to Georgia. I first came across the story of Wash Smith about seven or eight months ago when I was doing research for a different podcast episode. I downloaded some newspaper articles and filed them away and never really came back to them and probably a good thing because somebody with a much deeper connection to the story than me managed to pick it up and run with it. I had the opportunity to talk to Lynn and Glenn Smith, the authors of WASH. So, okay, great. I'm, I'm really glad you guys are here. I'm glad I was able to talk to you. Um, I hope you're finding some good success with the book. Is it selling all right? It is. I'm actually meeting someone tonight to take the book to them. That's terrific. When I was doing research for my podcast, I found some articles about Wash Smith in the newspaper. And I, I actually have a folder on my computer with stories that are not complete. And that was one of them. And the problem I had with Wash Smith was that there just wasn't enough information in the newspaper articles to flesh it out into a podcast episode. But you guys obviously had an in with this. Do you want to tell me how you found out about this story? Four articles that grandma had in her, her trunk that started in the early 60s but nobody would talk about it then. And then over the years when the internet came about, um, I Google washed and found two case numbers, but I didn't know just exactly where to get those case numbers located. So we went to Banks County and they said they'd probably be in the archives. I had already made an appointment to go to the archives, but then the pandemic hit and it took over a year for them to look for the two case numbers. It turns out to be the trial notes, transcripts from the 28 trial and the 30 trial. So it gave everybody who testified and the results of the trial. So it was really informative. I'm from Habersham County. Now, Banks County is on their second courthouse. Habersham County is on their fifth and we've had a couple of fires too that have destroyed all the records so that is definitely a valuable resource for banks county if somebody had a member of their family they wanted to research how would they go about getting access to the archives well you, you have to know if it's a federal or a state case because the archives is divided into two but they're at the same location a federal and a state archives. So a murder trial would be a state archives. So we went to the state with the two case numbers and they were able to find those case numbers and they mailed them to us. And we found the case numbers when we called the courthouse and they have a summarized um, account of the trial back in 28, whenever, and it'll have the court case number there. So, so the transcript came from the state or did it, or was it in the archives in Banks County? No, it was in the archives in Atlanta. One entire chapter of your book involves Wash's funeral, and it goes into some pretty good detail quoting the preacher. And my question to you is, was this from actual records? Did you manage to obtain a copy of the actual sermon from his funeral? No, it would have been good if we could have. I wish we could have found the 
transcripts, but we just put together a, a sermon for him. Without spoiling the story too much, the story of the funeral ends with a fairly dramatic event in the church. Now, I've actually read that story before from another source. Now, the source I originally read that in said that the church actually collapsed and people were jumping out of the windows. And that's not exactly what happens in your books. We're getting information from now at this point from secondhand and thirdhand information. Secondhand information, they're either their parents or grandparents had gone to the funeral and actually said that the floor of the church collapsed a foot. But the building itself still stood. It was just the, the um, floor itself fell. Most of the churches back then were held on corners or had support with just rock standing. There were so many people attending Wash's funeral. I don't know if they were going down there to try to find out if there's going to be a fight or a brawl between the two families or if it was just going to be, you know, just so many people and so many friends there that it just, there were so many people, Lord, just collapsed. Do you find that a lot of people that you speak to that have read the book support the idea that Wash was actually acting in self-defense? Yeah, a Please, lot of people do. Yeah, then go ahead. I think a lot of people now feel like that, uh, even before the book was written, that it was in self-defense. They said if, if Wash had had a, a better lawyer, that he probably could have gotten off. Can you tell me what year Wash was buried? He was buried November the 23rd, 1930. 1930. And where, right. where was he buried? He was buried at Mountain View Baptist Church in Banks County, which is off of Highway 105. Do you think you would have told the story differently had some of the witnesses still been alive? Well, we really followed the records as they were presented uh, in the trial notes and the newspaper articles. Sometimes the newspaper articles had some fallacies in it, and the transcripts weren't always accurate either with the what was going on because wash would tell it one way and then a, a witness would come in and sort of tell it another way but i found out that in the second court case a lot of the testimony from the first court case was being contradicted but the they didn't want to hear it they wanted it to stay the way it was one of the aims I have in doing my podcast is to try to encourage people to get more involved in their history of their communities. Do you see anyone being inspired by this to do research on their own family? I do, especially if there's a significant incident that, that, that could have been documented through newspaper articles or if there was another tragic court case like this one was, because all of the those kind of court cases are held up in documents from the courts. And Well, I can tell you firsthand that there have been a lot of murders in Banks County. There have been a lot of major events. There's a lot to look into. Do you guys have plans for a second book? It'd be fun. Did you enjoy writing it? Are you a good team writing together? Well, one did research, one did writing. Glenn would love to edit it. We would meet once or twice a week somewhere in town and go over what we've gotten and all our newspaper articles. We went down to the University of Georgia and did archives down there and found part of them. We didn't. We thought we had found all of them. And then when there was a, a weekend free on newspaper.com, we found that many more.
that related to wash that was all different from what we'd already found. And so those articles along with the court cases pretty much did a timeline from the start to the finish. And so we just followed that and it was somewhat like the book wrote itself. Hey, I want to thank you for coming on the show. And I know this is something that your families are going to want to hold on to and something that's going to be a real positive contribution to people in your community. So I want to thank you for this and good luck in the future. I can't wait to read the next one. Well, we really appreciate you being uh, having us on your program and look forward to working maybe another novel. Wash is available on Amazon, and if you're interested, there is a link in the show notes.